The spring game is here this weekend, and we're going to go over the five things that you're going to want to watch for that will tell you everything you need to know about Boston College heading into the summer. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. I am your host, AJ Black. I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin, part of the Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation network of sites. Come check out my work at bcbulletin.com. On today's show, it's the Jay McGillis Spring Football Game this weekend, and I'm going to get into all the little details that you're going to want to watch for as you watch this glorified exhibition. But before we get into that, we're going to get into five things that we're going to look for. But before I talk about that, Let's talk a little bit about the game itself. So far, Jeff Halfley hasn't announced what the format of the game is going to be. You know, in years past, we've seen all sorts of crazy uh, setups. You know, Adazio did that whole point system. I think even Spaziani did that, where, you know, you got a certain amount of points for this and that and this and that. And it was impossible for a fan to watch. But it's not really the point of this. Just a, It's a glorified exhibition. And even last year, they did, like, situational plays and things like that uh, in the second half of the game. So Halfley has said he wants to see where his players are at in terms of injuries and, and depths at different positions. So hopefully by the end of, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, we'll get a better idea of what they're planning on doing. So that's the first part. The second thing I want to get into uh, in terms of the spring game is for those folks that are hoping to see what the new look offense is going to look like or how good the defense has improved or any sort of measure at all on those those fronts, you're going to be in for a very big disappointment. If you're going into this game watching for takeaways like, man, the offense looks bland, man, the offense looks the same as last year, or man, that offense hasn't done anything different than I haven't seen. You're missing the point. Boston College, Jeff Halfley, one one thing that he has done, and, and to his credit or to, to his detriment, and I, I honestly don't get it, is he is so guarded about any sort of advantage he can give to another team. Now, as I said last weekend, I was planning on going to BC for Saturday to go watch practice, but they switched it to a scrimmage and then boom, no media availability. I mean, whatever. And as we've seen with injuries, he's always guarded about that kind of stuff. So you have to imagine a game that's going to be played on the ACC network, a game that any scout can watch, they are not giving you anything. If BC has worked on any new um, formations, any new like kind of gadgety plays, you're not going to see that. You're just going to see the, the, the basics in this game. The real, you know, whatever, you know, they're going to want to put out there. Very simple stuff. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you really can't get anything out of this game. If you're worried about the defense or you want to see how a, a, a performance play uh, player performs, basically, Halfley also, and I get it for this, this is going to pro- most likely isn't announced yet, but I would bet money that if this is a game, it's going to be thud tackling. And if you don't know what thud tackling is, it means basically when the defender you know, puts his shoulder into you and they wraps you up, that's the end of the play. So you're not going to see, you know, how a player looks on missed tackles or or what happens here or there. And it's not really much to gain out of any of that in terms of the defense. But you, you can't complain about that. I, I'm telling you, I've saw people complaining about this last year. You know, yes, 
it, it it's an exhibition game. It is an exhi- ex- exhibition game. And what would you think if Zay Flowers went up for a, a catch and got his legs clipped under him and blew out his knee and was out for the year because of a stupid exhibition game? No. That is not what, what this is about. So the defense is going to be kind of, you know, they, they do their thing and you get to see how they perform on certain drills and things like that. But you're not going to see what their improvements are against the run or how they are blitzing and things like that. Because, I mean, one of the things we saw last year was the defenses were good against, you know, like trying to get to the quarterback, but was actually wrapping them up. We won't get to get, we won't get an answer to that. So I thought of five things. It's not all bleak. I'm telling you, there's still reasons to be, uh, excited about this weekend's game. There's still ex- reasons to watch it because there is things that you can watch for. And I came up with five reasons that you can get things that, and things that, to look for in this spring game. The first one is the play of the offensive line. Okay, this is this is a storyline that has been beaten to death already, and we're already in April. But four of Boston College's five starting offensive linemen have entered the NFL draft. Alec Lindstrom and Zion Johnson both are gone, and they're going to be drafted. Tyler Vrabel, Ben Petrula, got a little work to do and, and, and you know a kiss and a prayer that they get in. But they're going to probably be on NFL teams. But that's four guys that were starters for the last two years that are gone. You are left with Christian Mahogany, who um, I was talking to Mitch Wolf, who was on yesterday's show, said – arguably could be the best guard in the country. So that's a good way to start. Then you add in Drew Kendall. You add in Ozzie Trapillo, Jack Conley, and probably Finn Durstein at that other guard position. So you have guards of Conley and Trapillo, and then, uh, sorry, tackles of Trapillo and, and Conley, and then guards of Durstein and Mahogany with Drew Kendall in the middle. That's still a lot of question marks. And yes, you won't see you know, how they do against like complex blitzes or reading certain things. But, you know, if they go out there, if Phil Dracovic goes out there and BC's defense is getting to him over and over again, or we're seeing pre-snap penalties, which you do see in a spring game, you see false starts and things like that, you start to worry a little bit. Now, there's still time. Obviously, there's, you know, five months until opening kickoff. But that will be a big thing to watch for. How are those players go? How are those players looking? How are they working as a unit? How has new offensive line coach Dave DeGuglielmo and new offensive coordinator John McNulty kind of re- reworked this offensive line so that they play at the level that you want them to play at? Because, yes, they've had their moments, but they've been inconsistent. So, you know, a good spring game where they keep Jakovic on his feet and showcase that they're not like completely raw and making dumb mistakes. I think that's something to watch for. If Jack Conley, for instance, is looking like he's on skates again, like he did last year, you can, you can worry about that because that is a concern, right? And you hope not because from the reports from practices and things like that, it doesn't sound like that's been the case, but it's still something to think about, right? So that's that the play of the offensive line, I think will be the first thing that you're going to want to watch for And Jack Conley is specific. No, no pressure, Jack. Now, the second one, let's go to not the second, the other side of the ball. Let's go to the other, other side of the ball. And I'm talking special teams because special teams doesn't get talked enough, uh, talked enough enough about enough. Now, the kicker position is locked down. Um, Aaron Bumeri, he's gone. He's in the transfer portal. I don't know if he's ever found a spot. I mean, the hip issue is it's a major problem for a kicker, but he is he's gone. Connor Lighton 
uh, it looks to be a very, very good college kicker. And BC has him for three more years. So that's not a, a, an issue of concern. The punter, though, Grant Carlson is gone. And say what you will, he he was inconsistent. Let's just say that he was inconsistent. Because I thought the first part of the year he was excellent and kept BC in a lot of games and, and flip, did an amazing job flipping the field. However, the second half of the year, let's say right around the time that he got drilled against NC State on, it was hit or miss. A lot of misses in there. Now, BC has a chance to change that. Grant Carlson was around for four or five years. Seems like forever. Uh, now they have a chance for a new punter. And it seems at this point that it's down to two people. And it's going to be either Danny Longman, who uh, is apparently the king of social media. I believe he has a million followers on TikTok, but I haven't seen a punt in a long time, so I'm curious to see that. Or it's going to be true freshman and Aussie rules kicker, Sam Candotti. Now, I am just dying to see a BC Aussie rule kicker. Now, that's like a rugby-style kicker where you know they kind of grab it, kick it on a low-line drive. I'm, I'm all about that. You know what I mean? Like, if it's between that and, like, a Carlson kick for 37 yards, give me give me the Aussie rule kick all the time. But he's new to football, and it's going to might take him a little while. So uh, the buzz that I've heard is that Longman might be the guy that takes it, but this could be something to watch. And what this is a perfect opportunity for both of these guys to show what they can do because then they're not going to get drilled. But you can see how they are with directional punting, how they are with getting some loft in the kick or getting where the ball where they want to. So I think the punter competition, as silly as that sounds, could be a really interesting spot to watch in this game. And you could see the true freshman or the, I guess Danny Longman's a chiseled veteran, but you know, he's a guy that's been around for a while and see where, where that, where your eyes see BC going for that punting position. It's something that you can easily watch for. Now in a moment, I'm going to go over two of the next two things to watch for. And to quote, and I'll give you a little bit of a, a clue here to quote cousin Vinny. It's all about the Utes. It's going to be about the Utes in segment number two. Now, this is the time of the year that I've given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but I got to get myself ready to hit the beach as it's, it's getting warmer here and I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, even though my New Year's resolution has gone because of Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. And I've asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again. Have you tried the puffs yet? I'm telling you, if you've missed out on them, you're missing on one of the Built Bar's best tasting products. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they are a treat and they're covered in 100% chocolate. Can you imagine that? It's good for you and it's a chocolate-covered marshmallow puff. You're not going to beat it. It's amazing. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they listen to the listen to the nutritional profile of a Built Bar. Most of them have around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's going to keep you filled up. It keeps me filled up when I have one every day at 2.30 to give me the boost I need to make it to the end of the day. Now, they have some great flavors. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and now for this new month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. you got to go to Built.com and check them out. If they think that flavor might be good, they'll make it and it will be delicious and good for you. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. For all of you who have done so already, who have gone to our YouTube page, Locked On Boston College, I want to thank you for who all of you who have subscribed. 
And I have a little morsel that I'm going to throw out there to get you, if you have not done so already, to subscribe to our YouTube page. Because I'm going to start putting out some um, exclusive content that you're not going to get on the podcast feed up on that um, YouTube page. And the first thing I'm going to start doing is doing about a 10-minute bonus, like a Locked On Boston College bonus section on extra recruiting news. Stuff that you're not going to find on the podcast. And you're only going to get it on YouTube. So make sure you go to YouTube now. Look up Locked On Boston College and hit subscribe. And make sure you get that bell going so you're going to want to know when we're going to start doing this. Because we're going to do all sorts of fun things with this YouTube page. And I can't wait and I hope you become part of it. So hit that subscribe button and recommend it to all your friends and family. Now, I was saying the second segment, we're looking at things about spring football that we're excited about. The spring game, Jay McGillis game. It's 11 a.m. on Saturday at Alumni Stadium. The game's on ACC Network if you're not around. Um, I, rem- I One of my yearly compl- complaints about this is that BC does nothing, in my eyes, to advertise this they don't like make it into a big deal like you go down south the the spring game is everything right you go to they have tailgating they have it's a big event right and it, it still means nothing um and i could get into that for another another show what i would love to see the spring game become but that's that's not for here or there um but i wish bc would either allow t- tailgating which i know is a pain in the neck so they're not going to do that but get tents up like you know how during the football season they had those tents uh right around where the uh plex used to be get those up get t- uh food trucks get beer trucks d- you know get like a, a dj or a live couple bands that simple stuff you could do that and make it a big deal at boston college but i've i've been i've, I've been shouting this into the wind for about 13 15 years now and I've never seen anything, so I'm not expecting it to happen. But it will be my white whale as a Boston College follower. Now, we were talking about some of the things about this game to get excited about. And I and I said, heading into the break, that this is my Cousin Vinny segment. It's about the Utes. Who are you saying? Utes? Yes, Utes. Um, I love I love that movie. And when he says that, that, that line cracks me up and I've watched it a uh, I've watched it over a dozen times, but there's two things about this upcoming Jamie Gillis game that involve the youth that I think, or the Utes that I think are, are worth everyone watching. Now, the first and foremost are the young quarterbacks. Okay. The quarterbacks is an easy position to watch for, and that's an easy one to kind of get a feel of where a quarterback is at. Right. You, for all of uh, uh, the folks out there, that don't know who Dalen Menard is, don't know what Matt Reeve can do, are curious what Emmett Moorhead can do. Um, you know, you are going to get a chance to see what they look like. For Emmett Moorhead, how is he looking? You know, he, I saw Phil Dracovic talking about how he's still working on working in the pocket, being comfortable in the pocket. I mean, that's a good chance to kind of get a feel for it. How is he? Do, how is he doing in that? In that sense, how is he in terms of? Not just looking for 30-yard bombs all the time. Where is he at there? I think Emmett Moorhead, that's a, a valuable thing. And then for we- Reeve and um, Dalen Menard, just kind of what they have. I mean, for many of you out there, you might have watched some of the spring game last year. But this will give you a chance to kind of, you know, we saw last year what happens when Djokovic goes down. Everyone's like, oh, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy. Now you get a chance to say, okay, so... Hope to God that Djokovic doesn't go down. Hope that he stays on his feet all year. But if he doesn't, 
what did I see during that spring game that gives me a, a better feel for, okay, Emmett Moorhead, he stepped down, but I can see some potential there. Or, you know what, Dalen Mannard isn't what I thought he was going to be. But you're going to get a chance to kind of see that. How do they work in this offense? How are they able to avoid getting sacked? Uh, they get good touches on their pass. They have good arms. For those of you that haven't had a chance to get to practice, this is a perfect opportunity for you to watch these players live. And so I think the quarterback play is something interesting. Now, I wished Peter Delaporte was there. I'd love to see what he could do, too. But maybe next year, uh, you'll have Delaportis and Jacoby Robinson. I don't know if we're, Robinson's earlier enrolling. I haven't had a chance to ask him that yet. Um, I'm sure he hasn't even thought about it. But, um, you know, you'll have even more young guys. And that will be the story next year. It's like, where is the depth at quarterback and who are they going with? So the quarterback play is something I think will be worth watching. Now, the other Ute to watch for, and I hope that you guys aren't getting mad at me for saying that because it's making me laugh and I... I like to be happy. So is the young players at all the other positions, right? Now you look on the defensive side of the ball and, and BC usually plays at least two safety, right? And you have Jaden Woodbay at one, one safety, but you you've lost that other safety. From what I've heard, Jason Matry, it sounds like he could be going back to cornerback. He could be safety. We don't know, but you're going to get a chance to see some of these younger guys, a guy like Cole Batson, who I've heard has been playing quite a bit. And he is a guy that was recruited by Halfley to play safety. I think he's got a big future for them. So you'll get to see him play. At linebacker, how is Bryce Steele looking, right? We saw him a little bit last year, saw him in some some packages and in and, and some games. But where is he at now? What's he doing now? And, you know, there's a bunch of uh, guys on the defensive line, I think, that are young, too, that you want to see. Donovan Azaraku will be one that you're going to want to watch for. But Nito Ekpala, I, I I have been crowing about him since he got on campus. And he, Halfley has talked all about speed on, on on his team, wanting speed at all positions. Nito Ekpala is a track star, and he could be that speed demon defensive end. We just haven't seen a lot of it. We saw it very much so last year against Clemson when he blocked that punt. He blew off that line. But will he be able to do that this year? He'll be a nice one to watch. He'll be something that you get to check out. On the offensive side of the ball, what about guys like Lewis Bond or Taji Johnson? Now, Taji Johnson's not really young, but some of these other younger guys that are on the roster. Um, you, and we'll get into that in the final segment with some of these other players. But there's youth all over this roster. You know, Halfley's brought in, what, like 50, 60 guys uh, since he's been here. And then a lot of them haven't seen the field, haven't had a chance to do it yet. You know, like Nigel Tate, I am dying. You, many of you don't even know who that is. He's a defensive tackle. He was a true freshman in 2021. Um, he came in, I think, at like 6'5", 350. Um, he is absolutely enormous. He has one of my favorite recruiting pictures I've ever seen, and it's him. He looks like um, Andre the Giant, basically, size, against, like, Weenan. And, um, or, you know, like, one of the smaller wrestlers out there. Um, he is huge. And I'm kind of just dying to see what he can do. I don't know. I, you know, I've heard good things about him, but I haven't seen him play yet. So, just those opportunities for those guys to play. And then, and then um, you know, it's just the new guys in general, like, George Takis, the the coaches, just getting a chance to see and hear from them, I think will be a really fun little experience as well. Now, we have one more to go, and I'll get into what my last thing I'm really looking forward to about the spring game in our final segment. And then I got a few little newsy things I want to get to you as well. 
BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest developments from sports, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season, including Major League Baseball, which is opening up this week. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. It's BetOnline, where the game starts. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black on tomorrow's show. You're not going to want to miss this. More recruiting news. You guys have been asking for it. I'm going to give you more. I'll give you some updates on some of the guys that BC's been targeting. I'll let you know about some of the ones that are in good shape. Uh, I'll, I'll give you everything in between. I'm going to start digging in and give you some good information here on Locked on Boston College. You're going to want to make sure that you check out Wednesday's episode on your podcast app or more preferably on YouTube. Now, our final thing, we're talking about the spring football game. And I warned you in the first segment, do not overlook what you're going to get into this game in terms of what is, what's going to come out of it. Um, for the folks that really read into it, it, it's not the wisest thing to read into anything about this game. Um, though, I have to say, I think it was, what was it, 2015 or 2016, was the game that I think BC won. They had it like a 6-3 game in in, in the spring. Um, and it was quite the um, um, for, foreshadowing of a tough season ahead. And that game, I think, was rightfully so because the offense was putrid <laughs> watching that game. But you could still find other things to look for. Now, the final thing that I am very interested in is uh, the offense. And specifically, it has to do with the who surrounds Djokovic on the first team. Now, you know Zay Flowers will be out there. You know that Jalen Gill will be out there. For the most part, at running back, expect Patrick Garwo to be out there a lot. But we talked on Monday's episode with Mitch Wolf about the four wide receiver set that they're going to run out there. Who will be that fourth wide receiver? Is it going to be Taji Johnson? Is it going to be Lewis Bond? Is it going to be somebody completely different? Is it going to be Xavier Coleman? Who are they going to put out there? And how will they use some of the stuff with um, the the tight ends, right? I got to talk about tight ends. It's my show, and you know you guys would hate me if I didn't bring up tight ends. But George Takis, Joey Lucchetti, where are their roles going to play? Charlie Gordnier. Like, who surrounds Dracovic? on that first team and how do they use them? Now, again, I, you have to be careful with what you're looking for. There's guys banged up. There's, you know, specific parts of the playbook that are going to be under wraps because Jeff Halfley keeps that under lock and key and I get it. But you might get a better feel of like, Ooh, that guy's got good chemistry with Jakovic. Ooh, that guy, you know, is, is hitting spots where Jakovic can hit him. That's the kind of stuff that I think is worth watching. And that might open your eyes to like, oh, this is a kid that must have had a really good camp. This is a kid that um, is going to be on that too deep next year. And it's not just going to be Zay Flowers, Jalen Gill, and Jaden Williams. It's going to be some of these other guys, too, that are going to be out there. Because you do need depth because injuries do happen. So where are those guys coming from and how do they connect with Djokovic? I think that'll be worth watching. And, of course, you want to see how Djokovic looks. Of course you want to watch that, right? The last time we saw him, his hand looked like it was, uh, it was in a lot of discomfort, that Wake Forest game. Um, but what's he, you know, he should be hundred percent by now. I loved just watching him throw. I mean, how awesome is that? Like, you're not going to get, it's been so long. It's been Matt Ryan, right? Since BC has had a quarterback that can throw like Dracovic can. 
And any chance you get to see him throw is a treat because you're going to be watching him on Sunday next year. So I think that'll be just one little piece. That's that's kind of a bonus, the wild card uh, reason to get into this game. Now, I said there was going to be news, but I, I mean, I recorded that earlier. There really wasn't any news today. It was a quiet day in Boston College sports. I think everyone's getting ready for the national title game that happened last night. Again, I'm recording before that game happens. Um, but thank you all for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow with our recruiting grab bags, something you're going to want to check out. You get you all your recruiting news, get you all caught up to date. Make sure to check out BC Bolton too, because I get interviews on there. I've got for, forecasts on different players. I just put up an entire worked. I was bored the other night. I worked on creating a spreadsheet on BC Bulletin that has all these scholarship offers that BC's offered in the class 2023. Uh, excuse me. Um, by position, you can you can scroll it. You can find the players. I have links. I'm starting to put in links for the articles that I've written on some of them. Um, it's a great way for you just to kind of get an idea where BC's looking and what names are, are connected with the Eagles. Now, just as a warning for that, just I'll talk about this more. Uh, some of those players, you know, they're listed as having an offer. But they may not be committable. They may, you know, whatever. But follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC or at LockedOnBC. On tomorrow's show, I mean, on Wednesday, I will be on Locked On ACC as well. I'm sure I'll be talking about the national title game um, and fo- spring football. So you want to check that out as well. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.